This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we're talking about digital marketing myths. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. So this week we're going to be chatting about some of the the myths around digital marketing. So mm-hmm. kind of in the industry, you know, in the SEO world, in the uh, digital marketing world, there's a lot of information, misinformation. Cowboys. Uh, cowboys. <laughs> cowboys, Ted. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's there's a lot of, of stuff that, you know, you might might have heard that's probably total and utter complete BS, basically. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we have kind of 10 of them lined yeah. up we'll say now there's, there's a hell of a lot more than 10 definitely but i suppose look there's there we we'll go through these 10 anyway because i think they're they're probably quite common ones basically yeah, yeah. um so the first one we'll look at is that seo search engine optimization is kind of a set it and forget it you do it once and that's it kind of thing yeah um and it's it's very much not that at all no that couldn't be that's definitely a myth. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, if you set it and a, if you set your SEO and did, did some work on it a year, year and a half ago, what have your competition done since, you know? They're, yeah. And it, rankings are constantly shifting on a weekly, hourly basis, probably, yeah. you know? you It's one of those things that should be definitely reviewed every three months anyway. Yeah, I mean, more? It d- obviously, it depends yeah. Look on, uh, on yeah. your business. It depends on a whole number of factors. But basically... Yeah. That you know, always adding content to your site, b- getting uh, links back in from other websites to your site. It's yeah. it's an ongoing process. It's not something you do once. Forget it. Oh, brilliant! I'm at position three in Google. That you forget about, and you come back two two years later, and you're nowhere to be seen. Yeah, and exactly, and especially like people constantly update their website, probably with images and things like that. And you're probably not thinking, oh, SEO with this, but actually, you know, make sure you make it smaller. You know, all of these little things that kind of tie into your SEO as well, like, and it'll you know for your speed page speed all of those are uh, ranking factors as well i mean around that so all those little things consider those all part of like not your set it and forget it but your ongoing process of continual improvement and i suppose the other part of it is it's not something you have to do oh i have to get all this done all at once it can completely ongoing process yeah just making your content better making your site faster doing all this over time yeah um it's all about the gradual because, like, it, it, there's there's so much. It's it's completely overwhelming if you were handed a website to go fix everything. Like it, you, you'd be there for a couple of weeks for the moment <laughs> for <laughs> usually. Like so, you just need to kind of b- really break it down and just go right. This week we're going to fix this. This next week we'll fix that, or yeah. and go on from there. So I suppose kind of myth number two we have here is uh, in regards to social media that it's all about the followers um and really it's 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 all about the engagement yeah yeah <laughs> like who cares if you have ten thousand followers if only two people are liking your post or yeah. not even liking your post but i mean clicking through to to your website yeah what different um, what what I, uses the other nine thousand nine hundred yeah. i always call it the glamour number the glamour yeah <laughs> glamour <laughs> metrics yeah, yeah. Vanity, it, it, vanity it, it, metrics really. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, as you say, if you have ten thousand followers and then you're you have a couple of people actually engaging with your content, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're better off having fifty people like your page, and thirty of them are are like really actively engaging with you, and you're yeah. building that audience. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, like if you have fifty solid people who are regularly engaging, chat like communicating with you and going through to your website that's that's so that's hugely valuable i mean if your competitor you're kind of comparing yourself to them on followers and they've got 
thousands, but you look at their page and you can't really see much engagement, you're probably performing better than them despite them having so many more followers. Like it's yeah, yeah it's it's de- definitely look, don't yeah. don't worry about your followers so much more, worry more about your, your engagement. Really. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Uh, third one is so once you've done a cycle of creative testing, so split testing on whether that's your your ads or your website or whatever, that you're you're done. That's it. Yeah. Um, and this I know we've probably you're sick of us talking about We're split banging testing. This drum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is very much that once you've done that test, then start time to start with those with that new new results to start another test, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's continuous improvement. I I I think a lot of people think digital marketing set it up right it's done. done it's it it is continual improvement because it's one of those things where even as an agency we can't say right this creative is going to get you x amount of results it's impossible for us to know that so what we have to do is put it out see how it works test it against something else whichever and keep going until we can say this is what's working and even at that point we'll still have to keep improving yeah. constantly yeah and our fourth minute kind of ties in with this a little bit because the fourth one is that your creatives, mm-hmm. so your your ads, they, they have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and really, you're you're better off getting it out there, testing, and constantly improving because what's perfect in in your head with regards your ad that you put out there, yeah, may not be exactly what your customer wants to see. No, and I think this is a huge issue internally in companies. Like, if 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 you think of say, well, I'll just use Twitter as an example. Like the lifespan of a, of a tweet is what nine to eighteen minutes or something ridiculous. I mean, if you're spending two hours in the morning going back and forth with people, going, "Is this picture okay to go out on Twitter?" <laughs> I mean, we'll you, have a meeting. Yeah, we'll have a meeting about that, and then yeah, I mean, you could be back and forth for hours. I just <laughs> like I, it's it's just one of those things that it it just completely slows down business, and it's such a yeah. fast moving environment, especially on Facebook and Instagram as well at the moment, where the algorithm is just knocking anything that's up there for even just a few hours. Like as soon as any bit of time has passed, it's 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 gone. No one's going to see it anyway. Yeah. You know, you just need to like. Actually, a little bit of volume is is kind of necessary in digital marketing, especially for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, LinkedIn, not so much, but it's you need to be able to do this faster. And if you're working to flawless every single time, it's not going to work. Yeah, and yeah. the way I always look at it is if you if you put up something in it and it doesn't work, you've you've learned something from that. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So okay, take that knowledge and and improve it and improve yeah. it the next time. But if you're constantly just tweaking and tweaking and tweaking you're not actually pushing content out there no then it's you're you're never going to get the the results you want no I think. no and the the only time you need to sit down and make sure it's flawless is if it's controversial in any way shape or form but yeah. i would stay away from that anyway yeah <laughs> yeah um number five retargeting is creepy <laughs> this is a, this is yes and no really it depends on it depends on how the company is doing it yes you yeah. absolutely can get creepy with retargeting yeah um but yes you absolutely don't need to be creepy with remarketing either yep. and have it probably work better for you yeah uh i think maybe it's more even than creepy is more annoying is yeah what i would say and yeah. that that comes down to you know making sure you're you're capping the frequency people are seeing the ads yeah you're filtering out people who've already purchased the product you're doing all that kind of stuff to make it more um Subtle. More subtle and more friendly. Yeah. So, yes, I suppose, in a way, it is it maybe a miss, but it, it, suppose it can be creepy or it can be annoying, but it's, it's how you set it up and how you use it that, that determines whether it will be or not. Yeah, I think when people are bombarded 
it's that's when they're just like, oh, this is annoying. How are they following me? And then they start thinking about, Joe, what have I done that has created this situation? Then that's that's when that's when people are like, oh, this is creepy or annoying. So if you just kind of take a little bit of we did a podcast recently on remarketing and we had some tips in there on kind of keeping keeping it a little bit more subtle and providing value. And that's probably the best way to go about it without coming across annoying. Um, so our next one, uh, number six, digital marketing should be free. Uh, so I've heard this one. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose the way I think the perceived value yeah. of of digital versus traditional, there's still a very much a high perceived value on yeah. things like radio and TV um, yeah. and those areas. Whereas when people think of, of digital, that, that perceived value, I think, is for, for whatever reason, a lot lower. Yeah. Um and they think that how can I how can I put this that they they feel they shouldn't be paying to reach we'd say if they're reaching a thousand people on Facebook versus reaching a thousand people on radio people perceive those very very differently they still hold the right now I don't know how long it lasts yeah, but right yeah. now the the radio is still or the 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 TV is is regarded a lot higher. Yeah, and uh, th- one of those things that strikes me as odd is because in my mind, and I I don't really know if I'm right or wrong to be honest, but I sometimes consider those kind of TV metrics and stuff as a little bit like the followers and likes. Yeah, they're not really that set in stone. You can't be guaranteed that that many people are watching, say, a certain TV channel at a certain time of the evening. I mean, they'll assume that there's a family in front of the TV as opposed to one person in front of the TV and little things like that when they're kind of giving you viewer numbers and stuff. Um, it can work. It's touch. It's touch and go. But like with digital marketing being like at the end of the day, people people have provided you with the data in one sense that you're using to reach target yeah. people with as well. And plus the the fact is today people who are, who do have TV they're you know they're using their Sky Q and they're fast forwarding through through the ads or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um now and the same you know what in let be for both sides of the story here, mm-hmm. if we look at Facebook, you know when you look at we'll say video metrics and stuff like that, they're go they may only spit back, you know, the you might be looking at the first three seconds. They're just saying the first three second views of the video. Yeah. So it's it, it's important to balance it like that, but certainly the um the perceived value for now on on stuff like like TV and radio is is higher, but yeah. digital marketing certainly certainly shouldn't be free. I mean, there's there's a huge amount of work, even forgetting the ad platforms. Yeah. If you're just putting yourself out there on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, in developing all that content that's going to to yeah. go out there. So forgetting the ad platforms, just producing the content, whether that's video, podcasts, uh, blogs. All that type of type of content, a huge amount of work can go into that, especially producing good content. Yeah, and that's a huge aspect of digital marketing that people undervalue is the time that goes into content creation, yeah. because uh, so often you'd you'd like uh, videos, especially people imagine that they're as soon as the video is done, you just export it and it's done. Whereas yeah. actually, just editing, you're gonna have to sync up sound, you're gonna have to cut it, you're gonna you know subtitles especially. Yep. Um. There's so much that goes into content, and then you. I mean, it is a. It at the end of the day, if something is of value to your company, it's probably worth something, not free. You know. Yeah. So Facebook, Instagram, all these platforms provide value to you because they're bringing customers yeah. to you. The platforms are free. Yeah. But the the to really get the most out of them. You're yeah. going to have to invest time, money, yeah. um, and experience in into them, really. Exactly, yeah. Um, so there are 
the other myth we have here, number seven, digital marketing can bring in overnight success. Um, I suppose we, we kind of see this here sometimes where people develop a new website, but they don't they don't want to do the, mar- the marketing side of it. Yeah. Um, so they feel, oh, my website's up and running now. That's it. And that's, that's it. Yeah. But it's, I always say, just building a website and not marketing is a, basically like building a business of the middle of, in the middle of a field out in the country. <laughs> um, it's it's not like brick and mortar. It's not, you know, no. oh, I'm, my shop's on Patrick Street where there's yeah. footfall. Once your website goes up, there's no footfall. Yeah, nobody, and that nobody old, knows about well, it. What's that old phrase, and build it and they will come? Yeah. That's not, that's not going to work on yeah, a website. That, 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 that doesn't really work in digital. No, no. Um, so you're, you're either have something that's going to uh, attract attention and spread kind of virally yeah. and that people word them out will do the work for you or you look at the, the digital marketing site yeah, to, to spread that word of word about for you. Yeah. Um, but it's certainly it's certainly not an overnight success. There's no overnight successes. And di- digital marketing isn't going to bring you overnight successes. Um, going back to our, our split testing is always, it's yeah. always those, those incremental improvements are, are hugely important. Yeah. And even it's, it's, Every day, just getting just that even fraction, half a percentage, one percent more. You know, it's always just that gradual improvement, because as well as a, a lot of the platforms are quite saturated with ads as well. So, like, is especially you have to imagine that your ads are competing with other ads yeah. as well. So you need, I mean, you can't just have overnight success if you have, especially if you're in a really competitive space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bit number eight we have here. So I'm yeah, this one we'll we'll see what you think. Okay. So my business should be on every social platform. Um, should it be on every platform? I th- I I would be inclined to say the platform's free. You may as well be on all of them. Yeah. And push your content out. But if you're if you're just going to be on them for the sake of being on them, are you probably better off focusing on the one or two you're really good at? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd be of the argument of, of a, yeah. I'd be of the argument, and I've seen it before, of just picking the ones that are where you feel that your target audience are more most prevalent on, that are they're yeah. doing engaging and interacting most, and focus on getting those right first at least. Yep. And then, I I don't think that you shouldn't have an, a non-existent presence on something. I mean, if you have a Twitter account and you don't ever use it. There's no harm in just pinning a tweet to the top and saying, actually, we feel like we better engage with our customers on Instagram. Here's a link to our Instagram account. Yeah. Little things like that um, can kind of... But if you're on one, if you're on it, um, you either either need to do it right or just kind of make sure you're directing people to where you do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, myth number nine, and this is probably one of my favorites and one I encounter quite a bit, is that my industry doesn't need or isn't exciting enough for digital marketing um or doesn't need a website it doesn't need an online presence and and to be honest that's basically like saying your business doesn't need oxygen in this day yeah. and age um it i i can't think of any business anywhere that shouldn't have a presence online yeah <laughs> i think oh uh, i str- it, that always strikes me as odd when people are like oh, my industry isn't exciting enough i'm like how do you have a business then people surely customers come through your door they either buy a product or a service or they get something from you they what have is que- that they and have why questions are, they have yeah. yeah what is that and why are they doing it i mean you don't need to be doing all these hilarious videos or you know trying to be like completely on trend and all this yeah. like it's about providing value to the people who come through your doors. Yeah, yeah, and, and people like them. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, it's about 
it's still about putting yourself out there because even someone doesn't know if you don't have a, a massive online presence but yeah. if you have a sales rep and what's the first thing the person is going to do when when you hand them that business card they're going to go to google they're going to type in the name yeah. of the business or you know so it's it look it's it's massively important every business should have a presence online no matter what industry you're in yeah yeah definitely um and our last myth hiring one person uh for for is perfect to do for the role of sales and marketing um I suppose you see us in small businesses a lot. Yeah. Um, but really, for me, sales and marketing are two completely different pieces. It's a really pet peeve of mine. Like, if I was applying for a job and it, if I was scrolling through and I saw sales and marketing, I'd be like, why am I? Why would I put myself forward <laughs> for two jobs? <laughs> you know? <laughs> sales and marketing are two different, completely different roles. I can understand the connection and where people see how one person can do both, but that's like... Oh, I don't know. I just think they're two very different skill sets to have in one person. Yeah, oh, completely. Like a, s- yeah. like a salesperson really needs to be quite extroverted. They need to be outgoing, really good with people and stuff. But you could have this someone who's unbelievable at marketing who is doesn't have that kind of yeah. personality for sales. There is a personality side to sales as well. 100%. And vice versa, you could have the same situation. So I, yeah. just, I do think if you're considering... Getting someone and you need both of those roles filled, that even if you did, if you were like, right, I can't, I don't have the capacity to hire two people, that maybe you consider uh, two part time people. Yeah. Yeah. One part time doing marketing, one yeah. part time doing sales. Because as you say, the, the personality type or the traits for those those two different roles, they're yeah. very, very, very different very positions. Very different. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. That, that's our 10 myths today on uh, digital yeah. marketing. So hope you enjoyed that. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop.